I'm content creator Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary. I'm the founder of Another Brilliant Idea, and I'm dedicated to helping women entrepreneurs grow their business with digital marketing and communication tools, tips, and resources that empower them to be bold and stand in their brilliance on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey, welcome back to the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. And I'm Mary Barnett, also known as Mobile Mary in the industry. And I'm so excited today because we're not only talking about, well, I'm talking, we're talking with an old friend of mine who is near and dear to my heart. We just realized we're speaking offline that we've been friends since 1993. We met at a professional conference. We'll talk a little bit about that um, because I think it leads into the experience that she has, but she's absolutely amazing. She's been public relations. She teaches people how to make sure, how to get on podcasts. And since this is a podcast and a live stream, I thought what a perfect topic to help you realize what you need to do to make your buy. She always talks about buy by boring bio. She talks about how to get yourself media ready, media savvy, so you can get your message out to the world, which is awesome. So before we bring her up, because I want to definitely um, do her justice with a proper uh, introduction. I just want to tell you a little bit about my free group. I have a group on Facebook called the Marketing Innovation Playground, where serious fun meets creative success or something like that. And it's been slowly growing. For years ago, I had a group. And to be honest, I'm always very transparent. I kind of let it go idle because, you know, it's a lot of work, right? But I felt inspired to find people who are like-minded, who wanted to use their creativity in a way that would attract clients to them. So I started this little free group. So I'll put the link in the comments at, at, after the show. And so you can click on that. And if you'd like to join, it's absolutely free. But we share like um, how to use different tools for marketing, um, how to creative ad campaigns and marketing um, uh, campaigns, I guess you'd say, <laughs> to really um, capture an audience that you would want to attract to do business with you. So it's a really a fun group. And I just wanted to put out that invitation to you um, because that is where it all starts, right? So before um, I bring Nancy up, I want to just read her wonderful Again, we met in 1993 and I just am so excited to have the show. I'm just giddy. So since the pandemic came to call in 2021, podcast guesting success expert Nancy Judden has trained over 5,000 experts, authors, and speakers to be brilliant podcast guests who book themselves on top podcasts without hiring an expensive booking agency. She trains experts, authors, thought leaders to book themselves on top podcasts without hiring. Oh, as I said, without hiring, I am reading it. I apologize. But she does offer a, a media one sheet service bundled with five in-depth video trainings to empower clients to succeed as brilliant podcast guests who attract leads, connections, collaborations, and new clients to their business. She's also the leader of Love Your Business, Love Your Life, Inner Circle, love that. We are, uh, and she is a, they are an intimate cohort of successful established lifestyle entrepreneurs who are pursuing success on their own best terms while champion great work with their, to their respective and well-nurtured online communities. Their aim is to amplify their collective results naturally without doing anything that makes them cringe. So without further ado, let me bring up Nancy Jetton. Yay! Okay. So <laughs> I'm so sorry, I was reading your bio and I realized I was repeating myself. So, Well, some things bear repeating. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, I have to, pull, okay, so we're going to be talking about, obviously, we have so much to talk about. And I know that a lot of times when we talk, in the beginning, we think, oh, we've already talked about that, so we don't have to, but it's not for the listening audience. So the title today of the show is How to Become Media Ready, 
media savvy and on message. And you have a lot of experience. I mean, you're only 35 years old, but you have about 30 years experience <laughs> doing this. And when we met in 1993, some people who are listening to this weren't even born in 1993. <laughs> we were we were just placebos at that time. So tell everybody what how we met and what you were speaking, because she was a big time stage speaking speaker in 1993. And I was in the audience going, oh my gosh, I think she's amazing. We connected after that talk and we have been fast friends ever since. So tell, take it away. Well, thanks, Mary. You know, what, what a difference a few decades makes, but back in 1993, I was the regional marketing manager for Jack in the Box restaurants, which was a quick, which is a quick service restaurant chain that has hundreds and hundreds of outlets across the country. Yes. And I loved what I was doing and got recognized for my brilliant marketing in my own region. And sponsorship was a big thing that I was involved with at the time. So the International Events Group in Chicago reached out to me and said, we'd love for you to be a keynote speaker at the International Events Group conference in Chicago. Wow. And, and I remember they, at, at the time, and I assuming they're still around, they attracted people who were getting sponsors for the Olympics. The World yes. Cup. And the, the year we met was the year before the World Cup in 1994 World Cup. And so all these huge movers and shakers, Pepsi and I mean, like giant companies on both sides, people are looking for sponsors and people who were wanting to sponsor. So it was like where they were coming together to get married. So but again, it was, a, it was an incredibly powerful uh, invitation to come and speak on a very big stage. Yeah, that's what and, I'm saying. This was very impressive. I took yeah. all of my money that I had at the time to go pay my ticket in my hotel to go to this event. And you were a keynote speaker like, dang. <laughs> anyways, keep going. <laughs> so this was the interesting wrinkle about this. I had prepared this magnificent keynote. I was, I practiced it. I'd rehearsed it. I was all ready to go. And like two weeks before I was supposed to take the stage, there was this horrible world event at, that initiated at Jack in the Box, the E. coli incident of 1993, where sadly children and others were sickened and some died because of undercooked meat. It made national news. It was international news. And I'm thinking, who in Chicago or anywhere else would want to listen to what I have to say after what has happened, which was a life accident of some tremendous proportion. And I remember reaching to the event planner and saying, I'm really honored to be asked and I have a beautiful presentation plan, but given recent events in the news, I want to give you an out if you feel that it would not be of service to your audience to have me on the, the stage, given right. the notoriety that the company is experiencing at this time. And there was this pregnant pause and she stopped and she said, we absolutely want to hear from you. You are exactly what we need to hear from right now. And please come. And I thought, okay. And so I flew first class to Chicago and I got to the airport and there was one of those guys in the tuxedo with the Miss Jutton, where are you? And they escorted me to the hotel and I got to the hotel and there were gift baskets and all kinds of amazing things waiting for me there and then the audience received me so warmly and one of the greatest blessings of that experience was getting to meet you because we've been friends for like decades since 
Yes. In fact, I have to tell you, it's totally a personal note, but I, it was the year before I got pregnant with my daughter. And so a year later she came to visit and you must have been at another high powered event or something coming down to Southern California. And um, you said, well, we need to go shopping. You're pregnant for your, for, with your first baby. And we went shopping at the, at, uh, in the South coast Plaza, which anyone around the world might know is like a super expensive, like <laughs> if you're not a billionaire, you cannot shop there. Like it's obnoxiously expensive. And we want, went into Nordstrom's and you picked out a dress for my baby daughter that wasn't even born yet. It was a hundred dollars in 1994. I'm sorry. I know that sounds weird, but I was like, no, 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 no. You cannot spend a hundred dollars on me. Like this is ridiculous. There are children starving. I am not going to have that. And you're like, it's my money. You're my friend. And I want to celebrate your baby. And I'm going to buy, I was like, so like you forced me to, which I love because we are both type A. You forced me to take that dress and I did every photo shoot known to man with that dress on. I think I still have it. <laughs> you know what? I think I wear it. No, I'm kidding. So here's something that's really cool about that is that business is about relationships. It we is. met at a business event. We started a relationship. Yes. And I think even back then, I thought to myself, we should love our business and we should love our life. And if you feel called to you know, give a gift to someone because they're celebrating an epic thing in their life, the birth of their first child, make it special. I knew that was going to be a memory that would be abiding for both of us. And yeah. I'm always still doing that today, 30 years later. Is there something, is some way I can go the extra mile for my clients, my partners, my collaborators, where they will feel my heart and know that I'm the one they want to journey with indefinitely. And so relationships really, really, really matter. And I think that's why I was really drawn to podcast guesting when the pandemic came to call, because we're all stuck in our houses. We can't leave the house. How are we going to beat the drum to create demand for our products, programs, and services? Well, we're going to podcast guests and we're going to create relationships with amazing hosts around the world. And then our message can be amplified wherever we happen to want to share it. And I've been found that to be incredibly empowering during yeah. what has been a very disruptive time for so many of us. I love it. And thank you for bringing it around to the topic <laughs> because you're so good at that. And that's why people <laughs> hire you. So let's get right into your very first um, brilliant marketing share, which is that there are six P's to consider when wanting to get on a podcast or any type of media platform, right? It doesn't have to be just podcasts live streams, TV networks, magazine, like any media platform. So let's talk about those six P's. As you said, they're preparation, positioning, pri prioritizing, pitching, ping-ponging, that's a word, I love that, and profit. So can you go through them for us? Sure. When you, when you If you want to share your message with a much wider audience, when you're preparing for this opportunity, I want you to set powerful intentions around how far you want your message to travel, and that your message will travel to the right audiences so that you can benefit most and touch and transform as many lives as possible. I often quip that. that you can't sell a Rolex watch to a migrant farm worker. <laughs> if the audience to message match is wrong, it doesn't matter how brilliant your message was. It's landing on ears that don't have the discretion to wisely invest or do business with you. So mm -hmm. you really want to have some discernment around where you want to show up. So be, as you're preparing, as you get your microphone ready and you have a camera and you've got a decent background behind you and you know what, what intention you have to spread your message, think to yourself, what is the ideal audience that I want to speak to? 
What value do I have to bring to that audience? Why am I the best available athlete to speak on that particular topic? What makes you special, different, and preferred so that the host would say, wow, I can't wait to talk to that person. Interesting. You just said the word athlete. And it's true. You, I mean, this is like a sport. You have to work at it. You have to strengthen your muscles. You have to practice, right? So I don't, I'm assuming athlete was the word you were looking for, but I thought, oh my gosh, that's so, it's, it's true. And you need a coach when you're an athlete to do better. And I know that's what you do. You coach people on how to get ready for the, for the media and podcasts. Yes. Well, you know, let me put it to you another way. How many people do you know that coach book authors to become Amazon best-selling authors. You can probably look in your Rolodex and you probably know 10 people that yes. teach people how to do that. Right. If you are that person, what is special, different, and preferred about the way that you do it or some alternative point of view or perspective that you can bring to the conversation that would have you stand apart from everyone else who talks about that same thing? Right. I think this is one of the biggest mistakes people make is they say, oh, I help people get to Amazon number one bestseller status as a book coach. Well, join the club. If you can add join the club to what it is that you do, you're not quite ready for podcast guesting because you have to have something special, different and preferred to say that will serve the host and most importantly, serve the listening audience that the host has worked so hard to curate and nurture to be paying attention in the first place. Right. Interesting. Yeah. You have to have that, almost that hook, right? Of why Absolutely. You. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the number two P in our PP today, positioning, is it kind of go along with the first thing or is it something specific? Yeah, I think, I think it does. I think we all have to ask ourselves what makes us special, different and preferred. And you want to ask yourself, you know, do you work with women business owners that are doing $500,000 a year in revenue and ready to grow to a million? Do you work with people that are just hanging out their shingle initially and don't have two nickels to rub together? Like who, who's your ideal audience? What qualifies you to work with this particular audience? Have you written best-selling books? Have you been featured in major or minor media? Have you been recognized as a Inc 500 top performer? There's always some, I always say to people, find at least three proof points that position you as someone that an ideal client would, or a host, most importantly, would say, oh, I can't wait to talk to that person. I like so that. these three powerful points of proof in your positioning isn't a good idea. So we've prepared, we've positioned, prioritize is the next one. And prioritize as sort of goes back to what I was saying before is you can't sell a Rolex watch to a migrant farm worker. So I'll use my husband as an example. My husband, Steve Jutton, has a company called Bridgegate Partners, and they help financial advisors, service professionals, and consultants adequately plan for the successful sale of their business so the, the buyer, the seller, and the clients all win on the way out. Awesome. That's what they do. So then you think to yourself, well, he'd like to be a guest on podcasts. Where should he be speaking up? So then you can think thoughtfully and say, well... It would make sense for him to be on podcasts that address business exit planning. Right. It might also be helpful for him to be a guest on podcasts that address profit issues in entrepreneurship. Right. It might be useful for him to be on podcasts that financial advisors listen to as they uh, 
take in best practices to run and grow and ultimately sell their business for the best possible outcome. So you want to prioritize these buckets where the audience to message match makes sense. And then, of course, there's ways that you can easily connect with those kinds of people when you do a little bit of research. But if you don't think about who you're going to be talking to before you take the microphone, you could end up wasting a lot of time talking to the wrong people. And I don't want that to be your fate. Yes, I have to share with you that um, one of the services that we provide when we do full fractional CMO services um, is getting you on podcast. And so going looking at the thousands and thousands of podcasts to find the right match for someone because and then you would get all these like, oh, yeah, this would be great. Like and you have to whittle it down because if you took every opportunity, you would never have any time to do your work. Right. Or even yes. just initially yes. interviewing them. So, um, so as so I have some criteria to help you figure that say, out, that would be, that would yeah. be great. Yeah. In the, in the early going, I suggest that the episode number one is right on message for what you want to talk about. Okay. Number two, make sure that there's at least 20 episodes already in the can and that the episodes include guest experts among those who are participating and that it's an active podcast. And then you want to notice if there are five star or starred reviews. And when you read the starred reviews, they're not just great podcast. Can't wait to listen to the next one, but it's, I really love the special tip that so-and-so shared in episode number 68, where she said this, that, or the other. Right. If it has 20 episodes, it's actively producing, they're interviewing guests, and the starred reviews reflect an editorial environment where you would be proud to be showcased. That is a really good way to whittle down a huge, huge list into a narrow bucket. And I always say, like, choose the eight really great shows that would be aspirational for you. Listen to them while you're walking the dog or doing the dishes confirm for yourself that you would be proud to be part of it. And then when you make your reach out, you can say that you're a regular listener. You're probably a subscriber and you should make an approach that demonstrates that. So the host's head will be turned because the head, the host is someone who puts an awful lot of time, energy and resource into creating a podcast. Yes. They just don't want to have you on their show so you can schlep your book. They want to have you on the show right. so you can have a conversation that will illuminate some important element of brilliant marketing that only you can provide that will edify the people who are listening. So those are some ideas around prioritizing. I love that. Yeah, because you're, you're right. There's so many that are even just starting up. I'm actually a panel speaker for PodFest this year. Oh, in good. January. Yeah. And have you ever attended that event in Orlando? Not yet. Oh, you need to come. It'd be so fun. <laughs> That would be a, that would be fun. <laughs> be fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, our network is going to be has asked been asked to be on the panel, and our producers, the moderator, and I'm just one of the panelists. But um, there are so many. Like back in 2012, right? I started internet radio, and that I mean they didn't call it podcast back then. I feel like a dinosaur internet radio. But I had a producer and a somebody they, somebody could call in. And I use our texting service to like let people know what the topic of the day was and the phone number they could call with a question. And some days nobody would call in. So I'd have friends like call in as shills, you know, hey, I was just curious about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wanted to make my guests feel nice. Right. Um, but now it's like such a booming thing. And I think that's why your service is so helpful 
is that you help people cut through the clutter so they become a highly sought after podcast guest because it is a phenomenal way to borrow someone else's audience. Can you, before we finish the six Ps, can you talk about that of the power of using other people's audiences and, and being on podcasts in general? Yes, of course. You know, none of us succeeds alone. And if we're only talking to the same usual suspects, chances are our business is at a standstill. Right. So when you make the decision and the commitment to be a guest on the right podcasts that are suitable for the message that you want to share, not only do you get to tap into the audiences that the host has already assembled, but you get to borrow their authority that ends up being like a halo around your head. They wouldn't have you on the show unless they thought you had something of value to bring. So when someone says, really happy to have brilliant mobile Mary on the show today, and she's made millions of dollars doing X, Y, and Z, and she's here to talk about this today. And I know you're going to want to strap on your racket belt because we're going to the moon right now. Like all of a sudden it's like, wow, I can't wait to hear what Mary has to say. So you borrow their authority. You call them by name during the show. You demonstrate artfully that you've listened to the show by being ready to answer the questions that the host typically asks. And then when the microphone goes silent and you're in the green room and the host says, my, oh my, Mary, you knocked that out of the park. You were just amazing. Then you can say thank you. And then they'll say, you know what? I actually need to buy what you're selling. Can I do business with you? Or, you know what? I have three other hosts that I know would find you to be a brilliant guest. May I make an introduction? Or maybe you'll say to the, the host, you know what? This was a great experience for me. And as I think about the people I know who are really brilliant at what they do, I'm wondering if you would be interested in some warm introductions to some rock star people I know who would be brilliant guests on your show. And what I want everyone to do when they're in the green room is to work on the relationship that has just taken root to grow and to give it some fertilizer so that it can be a brilliant tree that grows from that. Because right. I cannot tell you how many times a host has said, my media one sheet sucks. Can you do mine for me? Let's do business. Or, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's networking on steroids. Right. How many times can you go to coffee or go to the networking event in your own backyard? The beautiful thing about podcast guesting is if people love your approach and your style and the value, if someone's listening, it's almost as though they're deciding that you are their answer to their problem now. And so when right. they book a call with you, to explore what the possibilities are, they come to you pre-sold. I heard you on Mary's podcast. You really rocked it. I was really interested in this. I think I want to do business with you. Right. Like how much better can your life be if people came to your consults ready to buy yeah. instead of kicking your, uh, picking your brain and leaving right. you your tires. Um, yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> kicking your brain or something, your tires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think you started this off on this, on kind of the theme is that it's all about relationships. It is. So when you create relationships with a podcast host, you're also by um, association, creating an association or a, a relationship with their listeners because they're hearing your voice, your tonality. Um, they will listen for your call to action. And I know that that's another suggestion you make is always have a call to action on the podcast. So I used to always promote, and I still do, our, our texting option to say, you know, hey, if you want more information, text the word Mary to the number 71441 and you'll get, you know, 
tips and tricks and all the kind of fun stuff. But I mean, I think it's important and, and we're going to share. So stay on. I know we're, we're wrapping, uh, coming close to the end of this. We've been having so much fun. But stay because we I know that Nancy has a gift for my listeners and she's always so generous with her gifts. Um, but I think it's um, so important. So if you're listening to this, you obviously love podcasts. And if you are in business and want to get your name, your message, your product, whatever it is out there, this is really a really important thing to listen to is is, is coming up with that one sheet, that media one sheet that is actually going to sell you without you having to to get on the call and introduce you. People don't have time for that, right? They just need to look at a sheet and see if you have um, the capability. So let's get back to the P's here. We're almost done with that. So we talked about the preparation, the positioning, the prioritizing and the pitching a little bit. We didn't bit. really talk about that yet. But yeah, yeah. But how you go out and you attract, because you you if, made the if, suggestion if, of if, listening to the podcast if, first. If, if always listen. It's the worst compliment you can pay. It's the worst thing, the offense of all to say to someone, I've never listened to your podcast, but you should have me on your show. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this happens all the time. So pay, see here and celebrate the host before you ask for anything for yourself. This is powerful, proven advice. Yes. But when making an approach, there's so many matchmaking sites that you can associate with where hosts and guests are looking to make a match. Podmatch matchmaker.fm the podcast guest collaboration site on facebook you can if you've gone through the exercise of getting to message clarity with your media one sheet you know what you want to talk about you know what makes you special different and preferred you've got this message in you then when someone posts on one of these things that says i'm looking for an entrepreneur who's got expertise in marketing who can talk about something for 20 minutes that would edify my people you can say in 20 minutes i can share the six P's for podcast guesting success and the one thing never to do. And I promise that if I'm a guest on your show, I'll merchandise the show after the fact and make everyone want to subscribe to your show and listen to your show and become part of your world. I can't wait to play. If you answer like that, it's so much better than, oh, DM me. We'll talk about it. <laughs> can you give me one of, because I was going to put it on the notes, uh, one of the places you said you can find podcasts, you mentioned one. Um, I recommend podmatch.com and it is a, you pay about $20 a month to belong. Okay. And you have immediate access to thousands of hosts and Matt and guests that are looking to make a match. And if you take the information on your media one sheet and you put it on their portal, sometimes within 24 to 48 hours, you're getting an email from someone saying, loved your profile, would love to invite you to be a guest. When can we book it? That's More success with greater ease is what I would wish for everyone who is truly ready to be at the microphone. So get the media one sheet done, but then make sure you repurpose it and share that content on the portals where people are looking to make partnerships. Because if you truly are special, different and preferred, you will stand out at hello. I love that. Okay. I don't want to jump the gun, but I know that it's people might need to jump and I want to make sure they get access to your free gift. Um, so Nancy is actually offering a tell on media one sheet now, which I've put, put on the screen. Um, what is it that they would get when they go to that website? When you go there, you can download my time tested and proven PowerPoint slide. That is a media one sheet template. And all oh. you have to do is swap out my picture for your picture, my topics for your topics, my interview questions for your interview questions, my social media for yours, choose colors that are on brand for you, hit save, and you're done. 
Wow. Wow. Okay. Hello. Thank you, Nancy. That's fantastic. All right. So for those of you listening on the podcast, it's media when she now.com. That's awesome. Okay. Let's finish up the peas because I'm all about the pea today. Well, we just did that ping ponging. This is the thing. Yes. The host is going to say, after you've had a few moments to chat, tell me, Mary, what's the next best thing our listeners to do to take a step forward in your direction? And what you want to have is an easy to spell, easy to say, easy to remember URL like MediaOneSheetNow.com right. that people can remember if they're walking the dog or driving the kids to their errands or multitasking. Oh, Media One Sheet Now. Media One Sheet Now. I know I need one and I need one now. MediaOneSheetNow.com. So everyone, your call to action, your ping pong should be easy to spell, easy to say, easy to remember. Go get it. And why does that matter? Because when people come into your ecosystem as part of an email subscriber scenario, they've given you permission to communicate with them. Right. You can, you can have autoresponders that nurture those people and continue to deliver value. You can extend additional calls to action, like book a consultation with me. You can do whatever it is that you like, but if you make a consistent habit of being on two shows a month consistently, the right shows, and you deliver the value and you ping pong people back into your world, you'll have a steady stream of leads, inbound client inquiries, new clients, new collaborations, and that beautiful music of ka-ching that we are all craving. <laughs> You always have the best alliterations. I absolutely love it. They, they make me so happy. So that brings us to the cha-ching, which is the profit. So that is your that is the follow-up, is the, the profit, I'm assuming. When, so, when the host says, oh my gosh, I need to hire you, where do I buy? Well, I'm so happy you asked. This is, you know, how about we take care of that right now? And money has come into your, into your ecosystem. That's now- awesome. There are clients of mine that have booked themselves on 50 or 60 shows, putting the six Ps into practice, and they've made thousands and thousands of dollars just by showing up and being a brilliant human being who delivers value. And this is especially meaningful for people who hate outborn, outbound cold calls. If you hate outbound sales calls, yes. but you want to talk to a ready audience that's interested in what you have to say and wants to talk about that in detail, Podcast guesting can be your new best friend as long as you make it a consistent, persistent marketing strategy that you are all in to deploy. I love it. And you gave a really cool tip that you should shoot to do at least two podcasts a week. That does it promote. I love or two that. a month. If you do two a month. Sure. It's better than nothing. Better than a kick in the head, as someone would say. And if it's on the right shows, oh my gosh, I was on one show it was a live show. There were only 27 people listening at the time. And the value I delivered was so significant that three of the people decided to do business with me instantaneously. And the fourth one waited a few months and then became my best client in years. So wow. be really discerning about where you show up. Deliver the value every time you do. Make it a conversation. Make sure the audience knows that this is a relationship that that is more than just a transaction for today. And you'll be really well served as a guest, I promise you. I love that. Oh my gosh, Nancy, thank you so much for sharing all your brilliance. It is so good to see your cute little face again. It is lovely. Because <laughs> um, seriously, I just adore you. And um, thank you for sharing your brilliance with the world because I think it it's going to bless so many people. And you mentioned something earlier that um, triggered my memory is that, you know, we all are the answer to someone's prayer. 
you know, and, but if you don't show up, if you're not there, they can't hear you giving your message. If they can't see you on live streams, if they don't see your posts, they don't get your emails. They don't, how are, how are they going to find you? So you have to show up, be present, be on point, all the P's, right? You can be prepared, positioned, prioritized, pitching, ping-ponging and profiting, <laughs> right? And once you get this system down, I mean, I know some people might be thinking, oh my God, that's a lot. Well, let me say this down, about right? let me just say this about that because this is this is the most intoxicating thing. How many times do you hear people say, I wish my list would grow? I wish I had more lead, more qualified leads. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could get in front of people that I don't already know. Like, yeah. So be a podcast guest. But yeah. the part that you're not anticipating, which is the best part of all, when you deliver your message in a world-class way where that people feel really well served what you're not expecting is that there are other hosts that are listening to this show and they are looking for guests and when people say i heard you on mobile mary's brilliant marketing show you rocked it out will you be a guest on my show too because i have found that one good podcast guest spot often leads to three more yes and if you visit my press room on my website you'll see there are scores and scores and scores of people that have booked me on their shows and said wonderful things. And that's another ninja strategy too. You should have a press room on your website. And if you have three to five podcast guest spots, showcase them there and people can sample them from wherever they are. Listen to what you have to say, the value you bring. They'll take your call to action. Pretty soon you'll have consults on the calendar and you'll be doing a lot more business. And that's with ease, more yeah. business with ease because you created relationships and value just by sitting at home talking to someone you really liked in the first place. Exactly. We are the perfect example of that, Nancy. My goodness sakes. Thank That's you. awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Nancy, for being on the show. And everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being there because we only do this for you. And we're hoping that this is something that blessed you today. So um, we'll see you next week on the Brilliant Marketing with Mary show. Um, And until then, be brilliant in all you do. Thanks again, Nancy, for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. You can learn more about me, my products and services at anotherbrilliantidea.com because everyone needs another brilliant idea. Make sure to join me for another episode every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific or 2.30 Central on my globally recognized show, Brilliant Marketing with Mary. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. Electric Acid. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women.